Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. Part of the ministry here at Crosspoint Church and part of our commitment to the habits of the Christian life. Uh, we believe here at Crosspoint that we only grow in our discipleship. We only grow in following Christ if we will devote our real habits, our real, uh, the real fabric of our everyday life um, to him and to these time-honored, biblically accurate disciplines of the Christian life like scripture reading, prayer, fasting, gathering together as Christians, worship, witnessing to our faith about uh, two people who don't know God. So we believe these are disciplines that we have to commit ourselves to them like we are committed to eating and drinking and brushing our teeth. Okay? And uh, so anyway, Crosspoint Scripture Podcast is is in that. That's why we do it. Uh, we're trying to help anyone who is committing themselves to the habit of daily scripture reading. And it helps me so much. <laughs> it really does because if you have to do a podcast on it, then, man, it adds that added layer that I need that of accountability. Say, dude, you need to be doing your daily scripture reading. All right, so what we'll do is we'll take a verse of the day. I usually get them from version, free app you can download to your phone. Uh, we'll give you a scripture of the day. It'll send you a notification if you want it to, and you can follow on from there. And so that's what I do. Now, of course, you can listen to the episodes in any order you want, so I might not be doing the verse of the day on the day you listen to it, but that's the general idea. Now, of course, I'll grab scriptures from other places. And uh, if you wanted to email me at jserra at thecrosspoint.com, I would be more than happy to take a verse of the day that you uh, would like to hear on the show. Be happy to do it. All right, guys, today we're going back into the Minor Prophets. Um, we've been doing that here recently, and I'm really happy about that because it gets us back um, into lesser-known parts of the Scripture. And that's great because the, we know from uh, Paul's letter to Timothy that all Scripture is God-breathed and that it's beneficial for reproof and for building up the man of God and so that we will be, for the people of God, so that we will be well-equipped uh, for every work that God is calling us to. So we don't avoid any part of the Bible, okay, from Genesis to Revelation. And today we're going to be in one of the funnest, um, and if my wife was here, she'd say, most fun. We're going to be here in one of the most fun parts of the Bible uh, to pronounce, which is Habakkuk. Okay, Habakkuk. It's possible you didn't know there was the book of Habakkuk in the Bible, but there is. I was raised with Habakkuk. That's the way we used to say it when I was a kid, so I don't know which one is correct, to be honest with you. So we'll be, I'm just going to go on with Habakkuk because that's the way I've heard it from people who are smarter than me. Habakkuk chapter 2 and uh, verse 14, Habakkuk 2, 14. From the ESV it reads, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Habakkuk 2.14 reads, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. As far as um, a verse of the day goes, this is a beautiful one. It's a pretty good contained package. You could gain a lot, be built up in your faith quite a bit could be encouraged to prayer based just on these verses. There's some spiritual warfare here for sure. So I love to highlight that because Scripture is powerful stuff. It's the fuel for our prayer 
It's the fuel for our spiritual warfare as we know we don't war against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. So we need to not come with our words. We need to come with words that actually have the power of the Holy Spirit. The devil's not afraid of us, but he definitely lives in fear of the Lord God Almighty. And so we take his words with us when we're looking to stand against all of his schemes. It's the sword of the Spirit, and it's able uh, to do a lot of damage to uh, kingdom of darkness. So I'm happy about that. But anyway, this verse will work for that. For the earth will be. I love this. Sure, it's the sureness. It's the uh, confidence. It's the. It's done already. The earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. And then this beautiful picture here as the waters cover the sea. Now, from our uh, Western mindset, you'd say, as the waters cover the sea. Wait a minute. The seas are made out of water. I know that, and I think about it, I guess, originally that way too, but from having studied this and just knowing that this is the way it's sometimes put in the Bible. You want to think of a more powerful picture here. So think of the sea as a big bowl, you know, just say like, uh, let's say, let's imagine the Black Sea just drained of water. So just this big, muddy, gigantic, muddy hole in the earth. And then as that gigantic, muddy hole in the earth is covered by hundreds of feet of water, so will the knowledge of the glory of the Lord cover the earth. Okay, so does that make sense? It's a little bit of a more beautiful picture. You have to imagine, um, yeah, the seas as empty holes in the ground before the water covers them. And that's how we're being promised that the knowledge, so not just the knowledge of the Lord, not just that he exists, but that his glory, who he is in his own person, the beauty of his attributes, the beauty of his character, uh, you know, his victory over darkness, over all of his enemies. The knowledge of the glory of the Lord will one day cover this earth in the same way that the you can't see the bottom of the sea because it's covered by so much water. So I just love that picture, and it's a beautiful thing. So, like I said, there's prayer here, there's encouragement. But we need to look a little deeper, um, and which is what we love to do on this podcast. We like the context. We're going to go ahead and look above because it says, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. So something that's come before this has led Habakkuk to say uh, what he just did. And so how could it harm us? In fact, it could only help us by going a few verses deeper to see why Habakkuk is saying this. Okay, so let's go up to 12. And it says, woe to him. That's a biblical old-fashioned way of saying, be warned, you know. Watch out, danger, don't do this. Woe to him who builds a town with blood and founds a city on iniquity. And the man, powerful stuff. We could go through this. You know, there's a war on right now in, um, oh, the, the Ukraine. Uh, there's a war on right now in the Ukraine as I'm recording this. I don't know when you guys will listen to it, but uh, Ukraine was invaded by their neighbor, Russia. And so in times like these violent times, what powerful verses. Woe to him who builds a town with blood and founds a city of iniquity. We're getting this warning from God. Verse 13, behold, is it not from the Lord of hosts that peoples labor merely for fire and nations weary themselves for nothing? Can you believe the Bible says this stuff? Look at this. This is powerful stuff. And so why um, Habakkuk? Why is it woe to those who build established towns and cities on blood and violence? 
Um, why is it you're saying, look, it's not, is it not from the Lord of hosts that people labor merely for fire? What he's saying is all this work you're going to, to establish yourself on the, in violence on the backs of other people, you're doing that merely for fire. In other words, you're only doing this so it can be burnt up. And nations that destroy one another, which is every nation on earth, the, every nation that tries to, that makes themselves tired, that wearies themselves to get over on their neighbor and to stand on the backs of other people. Don't you know that you're doing all this for nothing? The Bible says, isn't that incredible? And then it's like, well, why is it for nothing? Verse 14, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord and the waters recover the sea. This earth is taken already. This earth is intended for the glory of God, not for the glory of nations to be taken by violence. It's not going to happen. It can happen now in the short time of God's patience as he's trying to save people out of it, but it won't happen forever. This earth is taken already. It belongs to God. Jesus is the rightful King of kings and Lord of lords, and no one is going to take his glory. And so as our world, all around the world, everyone trying to establish themselves on this firm foundation and grab something before their neighbor can get it, it the Bible's warning us. It won't work. It's not going to happen. You labor for fire and you worry themselves for nothing. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. So, man, there's a lot we could say here, but I think you can see the point that adds, you know, that um, context has strengthened this so much because it's taken it from just a, yeah, pretty encouraging. Okay. Earth will be filled and now, all right, got it. Pretty encouraging. But then it gets so much deeper, didn't it? By just going to verses 12 and 13. Now imagine what would happen if you take on this whole chapter and imagine what will happen if you begin to understand that Habakkuk was a prophet talking to a nation, Israel, that was called by God and had been exiled um, because of wanting to be like other nations in idolatry, and they'd been taken over by nations stronger than them, and they're wondering, did, did God let this happen to us, and is it a punishment for our sin, and will it last forever? Will he forgive us? If, if we are God's chosen people, as he said we were, then why are we allowed to go into exile, and so on like this? So there's all these powerful questions. All that stuff is being spoken to by the prophet Habakkuk, and then it, it, it grows from just the nation of Israel listening to it, to it encompasses the whole world and how and every nation and how the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. So the Bible only increases in strength and uh, truth and everything as you look at more of it. You don't have to be worried that if you look over more of the Bible, you're going to, it's not going to be as cool as it used to be when you cherry-picked verses, Okay. All right, guys, um, how can we see Jesus in these verses? Um, this gels so nicely. So if, you know, for extra credit, take Habakkuk 2.14, and then with that in mind, go look at Philippians chapter 2 in your New Testament, okay? Philippians chapter 2. And I'll have time to go into all of it, but what you'll see there is that Jesus, his cross and his resurrection, he has become the foretaste or the first time we see the sun coming up over the horizon of this time when the knowledge of the glory of the Lord uh, will cover the earth. So Jesus was rejected by one nation, Israel, handed over to a more powerful Gentile nation, Rome. Between the two of them, they put him to death and they are not able to accomplish. So he lets them put him to death. Then he reclaims his life. He rises again. He starts his his kingdom like he said he would, the kingdom of God, the, the church on earth, the called out ones. And he promises that one day the message 
about Jesus will be preached to every nation of the earth, and then the end will come, and no one will stop it. So we know that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, we know this from Colossians as well. Go look up, go look at your New Testament, the letter from Paul to the Colossians, and you'll see that we see the glory of the Lord most clearly in the face of Jesus Christ. And so Jesus, his life, his story, especially his death and his resurrection and his return uh, for those who are looking for him to gather them to himself, that will be the day when the glory of the Lord is known throughout the earth and will never be doubted or challenged again for all eternity. So, yeah, I don't know if you're looking forward to that, but I am. All right, guys, thank you so much uh, for joining us. As always, if you want to share this uh, podcast with a friend you think would benefit from it, that's great because that's what we want to do. We just want to reach as many people as we can to strengthen them in their commitment to the habit of daily scripture reading. Uh, thank you for all of you who have come up to me personally and um, encouraged me and let me know you were listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, it's, it's a joy to do anyway, and then to know that you guys are listening and it's benefiting you is just great. It's just added benefit. So thanks a lot, and uh, we'll see you next time.